Beside the crystal fountains, so come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains. Howdy folks, and welcome to this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio, your Silver Dollar City podcast, where we'll dive into the sights, the sounds, and the smells of the wildest park in the wilderness. I'm your host, Tanner Sublett, accompanied as always by Reese Tabor. Hello everyone, how's it going? And you are listening to episode number five, where we'll be sharing our top ten favorite things that we love about Main Street and Midtown. So hop in your stagecoach, grab some nearby kettle corn, and journey back with me to a less civilized time on this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio. Walk with me. You're journeying, trekking. You've prepared. You've spent hours getting ready for this moment. You've parked your car in the fancy new parking spot. You've taken the tram all the way up to the front gate. You've either gotten your ticket or walked through the season past portal. Season past portal? Season past shortcut? Whatever little door is there for if you have season pass holders. You go through the ticket line, your bag is checked, you're walking into the park, and all of a sudden, boom, there you are, Main Street and Midtown, nestled at the very front of the campus, at the heart of this park, you have the quintessential moments of Silver Dollar City. Depending on the season, this area is potentially the best dressed and best decorated from all over the park. There are incredible attractions, awesome restaurants, and wonderful snacks. But what makes Midtown and Main Street so special? Today, Tanner and I are going to talk about that. We have both gathered together some of our favorite things about Midtown and Main Street. I think this is a really fun episode. Because if you've never done Silver Dollar City before, then this is a great place to start. If not start, then just like a good way to supplement your information about the park in Silver Dollar City. So here we have Main Street. We've got the Midtown. These are like the first areas that you will walk around and like the first areas you will encounter when you go to the park, either for the first time or the 500th time. So, Tanner, will you break it down a little bit? How is today's show going to work? Yeah, so in today's show, we're going to do exactly what Reese just told you and journey into mid uh, Midtown and Main Street. And we're just going to talk about 10 things that we love. So this isn't necessarily a ranking show. Um, this is more, we've got top 10 items. We're going to go back and forth, Reese and I, and we're just going to get to 10-ish things that we love yeah, uh emphasis on the ish yeah we we're not great <laughs> at, at counting um but we're gonna hey, go back and we're forth fine at counting we're not great at staying to a limit 
Let's make that distinction. That is valid. Uh, but we're going to give you hopefully 10 things that you can look forward to for the first time that you enter the park or the hundred thousandth time that you've entered the park and you just want to think back a little bit onto what you love about this area. So if you ever do go to Silver City 100,000 times, I feel like that's a medal. I don't know if that's physically possible, though, because it's only open like, what, 280 days a year, 300 days a year, something like that. And if you go, well, I guess you could go and then come back multiple times a day, but like that'd be a full-time job for years. I'm overthinking this, Tanner. Let, Challenge accepted. Okay. All right. So uh, I, I think, honestly, we, we're just going to get right into it. Oh, actually, before we do get into our discussion on Main Street and Midtown, I do want to talk just briefly about the festival that is going on right now. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, one thing we're going to try and do with it is do our best to keep it evergreen, but we also want a, li- a little bit of the times uh, rolling into the podcast. Um, so this podcast is being released on April the 14th. Uh, it is being recorded possibly a few days before that because we're slow and possibly a few days before that. It's it's recorded a couple days before that, ladies and gentlemen. Our yes, secret is. is out. Uh, yes, this is not a live show, um, unfortunately, um, because. Well, I take five takes to do the intro. So, uh, but <laughs> I... Um, if you do the live show, though, then you'd have the pressure of, like, you got to get it right. But then if you mess something up, you know, up, mess something up, see, like that, the show must go on. It's true. Although, I don't know why we're talking about this, because if I wouldn't have said anything, no one would ever know. And they'd just be like, Tanner is awesome at the intro. Uh, but Tanner, we know you are they're awesome already thinking about Oh, I thank you. Uh, so what I want to talk about is we went to Silver Dollar City this last weekend. So over uh, April the 8th, uh, we went and enjoyed Street Fest. And so just wanted to uh, talk very briefly about Street Fest. If you have not attended Silver Dollar City when Street Fest is going on, 100% recommend it. It is a great, great festival. It is not a big enough festival that we're going to do an entire episode over it um, because a majority of what Street Fest is is food, which there's nothing wrong with. Um, Absolutely nothing wrong with. There is lots of good food. There's also some really fun like street acts and lots of cool decorations. It's almost almost Mardi Gras-esque as much as Mardi Gras can mix with the Wild West. Um, but it's, it's just a great time. Um, and so wanted to just make sure that you knew if you have not been to Street Fest, go to it and give a couple recommendations. So as we talked about on last week's episode in getting one of the food passports, we did just that and got a food passport and split it and tried a couple of different things. And I think the favorite, the favorite savory food. So the Reuben grilled cheese sandwich um was an entire sandwich like it was huge and you got it for your little tasting passport so that was great and it was super super good um and then the favorite dessert so Rivertown Smokehouse had twice baked banana bread pudding twice baked pudding yes uh i don't know what that cool. means but it was delicious um and so there you go 
Um, I think I said banana bread pudding. I think it was just bread pudding. It could have been banana banana flavored. I don't know. I like bananas, so there you go. But um, okay, good food. So part of Street Fest is is the food definitely, but there's also a bunch of entertainment that's only there during Street Fest. So they have like a speed painter called Bloom, and there's like American Got Talent. Um, aerialist that also does a performance kind of like with Bloom. And there's the Living Garden that has like a cast of characters and they kind of look Dude. like topiaries. Reese, the Living Garden. Yeah. It was incredible. That was the first time I've actually seen the Living Garden. I didn't know that was a oh. thing. We went and walked through there and I didn't know that it was people when we were walking oh. through <laughs> until we started walking back and realized, hey, those things are moving, and they are people, and they're taking pictures with little kids. It's probably not a statue. That's wild. Yeah, it was really, it, it looks, really cool. It looks really interesting. And then there's Eric Haynes, which is uh, he's a comedian, one man band act. He's just kind of like walking around doing his thing. Um, I've seen him there a couple times. Uh, there's a guy playing a steel drum. Um, we flip entertainment. It just looks like a bunch of acrobats that do a bunch of flips and that one's in the um in one of the theaters i'm not sure which one there's a brass probably the opera house that's my best guess that's what it looks like and then it looks like there's like a circus type act uh so the um the kind of like the the center stage center ring thing that you could find in a circus except for i don't think there's any lines and things like that so anyway uh street fest go go take a look if you if you go and you enjoy it send us a message tell us what you like so there's been a few of you, of you who've been uh, really interacting with our social media and responding to some of your favorite memories and like just having some good conversations on our posts. So keep it up. All right. Tina, Always fun. Let's dive in to our top 10, or I guess the uh, top 10 ish and not really top 10, maybe just like 10 favorite things about Midtown. And since you put my name first, I am going to say, the grandfather's mansion. So ah, grandfather's mansion just, is. Nah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you had that one. Reese, but grandfather's no. mansion no. is. Uh, it, it, so it is. It is in Midtown ish. So it's kind of like right in between Midtown and the the, the main street area. But if you've never done grandfather's mansion before, it can, it's easy to miss. Like you can walk past it a dozen times. And never really see it, like never really notice that it's there. But Grandfather's Mansion is a blast, but not for people who are prone to dizziness or claustrophobia. So it is a little bit trippy, like kind of plays with your mind and perspectives and orientations a little bit. Um, but I won't tell you anything more than that because it's definitely a lot of fun to to experience. But that's one that I, I think for for a number of years. I had never even like, been to, didn't even know it was there. And then one day we were there with friends, and they were like, oh, let's do Grandfather's Mansion. I'm like, huh, what's that? And then we went in. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, so that, I think that's got to be – this is not in any specific specific order, um, but I think I think that one should be pretty pretty soon up there on, like, the fun things to do in Main Street and Midtown. As you could hear by my disgust in Reese's choice of Grandfather Mansion, I 100% agree with this pick. Um, it is very fun. It is, it's, it's kind of become a must hit. Like we really don't go to Silver Dollar City without going through Grandfather's Mansion. It's just fun. Yep, but, but, but don't do it after a roller coaster. Maybe not the best idea. Or a lot of not food. Um, so don't go to Time Traveler and then get a funnel cake and then go through Grandfather's Mansion. 
that is not the best idea in the world. However, um, but but definitely how, something fun to do. However, you can go through Grandfather's Mansion, then do Time Traveler, and then give it like thirty minutes, and then get a funnel cake. Reese is nodding in agreement. Um, are you, you all right over Sorry, there, I was yawning. <laughs> I didn't want my yawn to show up into the uh, into the recording. Yet, since we talked about it, it basically happened. Okay, that that's my that's my first one. <laughs> Tanner, what do you got? All right, Reese, I'm gonna grab it because I'm afraid that otherwise you will. So this is something that only happens a, a small portion of the year, and this is the main street. Christmas tree. So the Main Street Christmas tree uh, happens during what you would probably think it would happen. It happens during Christmas time, uh, during an old time Christmas festival. Um, it is this amazing. Is, Absolutely amazing. It is, it's no ordinary Christmas tree. This is an eight story tall, $1.5 million Christmas tree, custom built with thousands of LED lights that project images onto the tree, and it basically dances along with Christmas classics that play in Main Street. It is incredible. a lot more than my Christmas tree. That's more than my Christmas tree. Talk. Yeah, mine so, too. Okay, Tanner, this is Christmas. Main Street Christmas tree is definitely awesome. It it is wonderful. It is incredible. The nostalgia in me was a little sad when they upgraded the tree about three or four years ago. Because I loved the old tree. So the old tree was, was five stories. So it was, believe it or not, 30 feet shorter than the current one that they have, which is just wild to, to think that it was that much shorter. But it was, it was definitely more like what you would consider like a Christmas tree. Like it had a bunch of ornaments in and the lights were, were not as like coordinated, but it was still like a really fun time. Definitely not diminishing the current Christmas tree they have now. It is incredible. It is a feat of engineering. It is so cool, and it is a bunch of fun to watch it light up to Christmas songs in the the Christmas season. See, to me, you had talked, I think it was on the last episode, that Christmas at Silver Dollar City can rival any park anywhere. And to me, the main thing, don't get me wrong, all, like, Thousands upon thousands of lights they put around the park are incredible. But to me, it is not... Like six and a half million Christmas lights. Okay, millions and millions of lights they put around the park are incredible. But to me, it is not Christmas at Silver Dollar City unless you, at least for ten minutes, go stand in Main Street and watch the Christmas tree. And it's not just the Christmas tree that lights up. Oh, it's it's the whole town. Yeah, well, it's, it's most of Midtown and all of Main Street. The lights are all coordinated with the Christmas tree. And I, I think there's something like around a million to a million and a half lights just in that one area that are all being controlled and in coordination with the, the, the Christmas song that's being played. So 100% definitely, definitely agree, Tanner, the, Reese, the, the Main Street Christmas tree should be included on this list. I have to ask you, what is your favorite song that the Christmas tree does? Oh, Carol of the Bells, hands down. Oh, yeah, me too. Yep. Carol <laughs> it's incredible. So, it's so I good. I don't remember what version of Carol of the Bells it is, but it's got it's not Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They do it's a very similar though. Orchestra song, um, and I can't remember which one it is. It may be Christmas Serenade, um, or just 
I can't remember which one they do. But this this version of Christmas Carol is like it has got like some techno music behind it. It's it's got the whole orchestra, but it's it's like epic. It's like the most epic uh, orchestral version of the Christmas Carol that they do, and it's just awesome. Like I I can like just sit back and think and go back to my very first year there and be like as like a little kid just watching the tree light up to Christmas Carol and. Anytime I hear that song now on the radio or, or playing like online, like whatever, it doesn't matter. I can only ever like immediately be transported back to Silver Dollar City with the Christmas tree playing. So, okay. So that's good. So we got Caramel's Mansion. We got the Christmas tree. Um, that one's good. I'm going to go ahead and take the blacksmith because yeah. I don't know. Dude, that was coming. I, Tanner. Yeah. Shocker. Um, the blacksmith is, this one is like barely in mainstream in Midtown. Like, it's kind of, like, on your way out. So you go in, you go past the front gate, you go past, like, the, the main store, and you go past, like, the gazebo area, and you hang a right, and then there's your blacksmith. And it's, like, it's so much fun watching the blacksmith make stuff and, and forge things or, or pour molten aluminum into a mold for a sign. It's just pretty cool. Um, blacksmith is one of those things that it's just it's cool to see a, an old art. It's not a lost art. There's still a lot of blacksmiths out there. But where else can you just go for fun and watch someone make a horseshoe or uh, make a um, – oh, they make, like, fire pokers, and they make little knives. Um, oh, one of the fun things that they make is, like, a, a puzzle that has, like, two horseshoes, and there's, like, chains, like, somehow like, welded or forged onto it, and there's, like, a big ring in the middle of the two chains. And like you got to figure out how to get the, the the ring off the chains and the um and the 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 two horseshoes. So that was a lot of fun. But there you go. There's a blacksmith. I uh so the blacksmith shop is super cool. I uh my favorite my favorite thing that the blacksmith shop makes they make um like these little figurines. Um and when I was a kid growing up, uh, we we didn't come to Silver Dollar City nearly as much as we come to now. But when I was a kid growing up, they still made these figurines um, at the same way they do now. They're just it's bit pieces of metal. Um, but they used to have like it was like band people, so like they had like a drummer oh, and a guitarist yeah, and a singer. They were so cool, and I always wanted them. It looked like and they were made out of, like, little pieces of scrap metal or junk or, like, washers or screws. Yes. Like the most, like, unusual and weird things that just all came together and made this little trumpet guy or trumpeter. And it was just, it was really, those, yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah, those were cool. Uh, my, I believe my mom ended up getting me some of those, and I actually still have those somewhere. But they're they're great. <laughs> and, okay, so this is, this is a lot, but. You know how they say scents, like smells, are one of the strongest links to memory. And there's something about the coal fire that they use at the blacksmith and the smell of like the just the hot metal and the, the steam and the anvil that is just so unique to blacksmithing. Like I've never smelled any like combo of like smoke and, and, and oil like burning. And it, the way I'm describing it doesn't sound very appealing or, or good to smell, but it, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a really neat, interesting smell. And so anytime like I smell the blacksmith fire, I just like, I just go back in my memory and I like, I revert to when I'm like 10 years old, like in awe of like this person hammering this red hot metal piece into something really cool. So there you go. Okay. There's blacksmiths. 
Yeah, nothing smells like hot black blacktop in the summer's day, like hot black blacktop next to the blacksmith stand. So you add hot metal to that equation. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> All right. Daniel, Sorry. what do you got? You, you got an next one. <laughs> I'm making fun of Reese. And I, I think he, he understands it, but he's not um he's not amused. All right. So my next. I was taking a drink of water, and I wasn't quite paying attention, so I thought you were being serious. No, not really. Uh, I'll tell you what. Silver Dollar City, they do a good job of their smells. Like, everything smells really good. Like, I remember growing up and going to Six Flags, and it was just like, Ugh. Like, it just smelled like asphalt and rock yeah, and stuff. Yeah, or just hot, sweaty people. Or just, that like, too. hot. Or Silver Dollar City does a fantastic job with their smells, because it typically smells like kettle yeah, corn. they're making enough like food wood. all over the place that the food just overpowers everything else. Right, exactly. Okay, so, number four on this list, or my my second one that I'm going to bring up is a little bit of a a stretch, shall we say? Um, Reese, you're just gonna have to kind of kind of work with me here on this. Um, so my next one is bridges and pathways into and out of Main Street yeah, and Midtown. Yeah. I was so, gonna say something like that. Stop. Were you actually? I actually I thought was, that was yeah, I, I thought that was very unique, but. You no, know. I, I had the corkscrew bridge and the tree top ta- the tree top trail on yes. my list of things I was gonna bring up. Ah, all right, okay. Well, I'll let you get it on there. All right. Well, so here you go. So just as Reese said, the corkscrew bridge, the tree top trail, the uh, swing bridge that leads you into Valley Road. It's an option to take you over into Valley Road. Um, one of the most underrated things in the entire park is walking across the we always call it the horse bridge because there's like sound effects that make it sound like a horse drawn carriage is like going over the bridge as you're walking across it. Basically it's just the big bridge that leads you from Main Street into Valley Road. It's red. Um you'll see it on both sides. There are like little guard stations on each end of it. But I love this bridge because my family and I, or more specifically my wife and I, almost always go right when we first get into the park. I don't know why. Uh, almost always. You and everyone else. I mean, that's, that's true. Consumer behavior. I think it's like unless, 80 to 90% of everyone goes right. Unless that's you're true. Like the people who's like, oh, everyone's going right. We're going to go left. That's true. Unless you're going to like powder cake or something, then you're going to go left. But yes, so we almost always go right. And one of the very first things that you do when you leave the front of the park and kind of get into the main area of the park is you go over this horse bridge and you hear the clip clop of the, the horses and the carriages and it just, it, it immerses you into Silver Dollar City the way nothing else does. Is a really good word because during Christmas time they change up the sound font and it's like sleigh bells. And so it sounds like Santa's sleigh. It is great. On the bridge as well. So, man, okay, Tanner, when you were first telling me about this, I, I 100% thought you were thinking about, like, the suspension bridge, like the tree top tail, the tree top trail. And I'm like, what is Tanner calling this the horse bridge? I don't remember any horses. But you, you're talking about, like, the main bridge, like, just yes. past the blacksmith and the brown. The main road. The valley road. 
Yep. So one of the things that is a lot of fun over there, too, is what I just mentioned. There's like a suspension bridge that's like just to the left of the blacksmith. Like you go to the left of the blacksmith instead of the right of the blacksmith to go over this little red bridge. But you, this like little suspension bridge is a ton of fun. Now, you can't bring strollers on it. There's like a weight limit, like a number of person limit on it. So sometimes they close it down during like um, stormy weather and whatnot. But that one is also a lot of fun. And that corkscrew bridge going like out of Midtown. Yes. Down into like the um I guess like the the Rivertown district and like the um out near like the pizza place and the river blast. Like it is just it it's just it's you know, maybe not necessary, like you didn't like like need a corkscrew right there, but man, it's a lot of fun. Oh, it's a it's a cool bridge slash tunnel. And uh and one of the things that I love specifically about that bridge, we always call it uh, like the secret path. No, like everyone knows about this path. It is not a secret, but it is incredible in the way that it is probably the only place that you can cut the park in half. So otherwise, you pretty much have to go around the entire park to be able to get back unless you know where that little pathway is. And then you can kind of cut the park in half. And so we use that actually quite a lot. And so um, actually, I do I do have you know what? We're going to end it there. I do have another set of pathways I would like to talk about, but I may save that for another item. So we'll, we'll, right, we'll maybe that there. can be one of our honorable mentions. Okay, so I'm gonna pull out Sullivan's Mill here and like say Sullivan's Mill is one of my favorites for the um, the Midtown area. So in years past, this is where the cinnamon bread was. You had to go to Sullivan's Mill in order to get the cinnamon bread. Now you don't have to, like, you, I don't even think you can buy the cinnamon bread there at all. But they still have like a little bakery there and they've got a bunch of other like really fun like cookie cutters. So like if you want any kind of cookie cutter in the world, they've probably got it. It is a really fun collection of cookie cutters. And they've got like gingerbread men and other cookies and like other little baked goods. But they also, like it's a working mill. Like they grind their own like cornmeal and flour in that mill itself and it's like it's water powered just like the mills would have been 100 150 years ago so it's it's really neat to be able to just like buy a bag of like mill ground flour in an old grist mill that is uh operated the same way that it would have been you know back in the the days that silver dollar city was set so i i really think sullivan's mill is it's a lot of fun it's kind of a a quirky thing i guess but it is it's still it's still cool no, I, I agree. Sullivan's Mill is, honestly, it, it's funny because it used to be the place that you found cinnamon bread. And um, cinnamon bread got so popular that they now moved it to its own building. So what's, what's, what's always been funny about me with Sullivan's Mill is it used to be this, like, best kept secret. And that was, like, the place that kind of no one really knew about, but everybody yeah, knew about that cinnamon no. bread was at. Like. Uh, it, there, just, there weren't just a whole lot of people there. You never exactly. had to wait more than 15 minutes or 10 minutes to get some cinnamon bread. It was always there. Now, Reese, and they went and made it popular. I, I will say, though, one thing about cinnamon, because cinnamon bread did, did drive traffic to Sullivan's Mill. One thing about cinnamon bread moving out of Sullivan's Mill and into its own building, Sullivan's Mill kind of became a best-kept secret again. Like, there is almost never people there. Like, there are picnic tables outside that you can sit and eat. You can go inside. Yeah. You can walk around. It, it, is a, uh, it is a hidden gem of the park. 
for sure. Okay, there's Sullivan, Sullivan's Mill. Man, we got some tongue twisters on this one. Um, oh, yeah. Tanner, what have you got for the next one? We've got five downs. We're about halfway through this top ten list. Um, what what do we got next? All right, so my next one's up. This is no surprise to anyone who knows me whatsoever. I love ice cream, and there is one place <laughs> in the park to yeah. get the best ice cream, and that is Hannah's Ice Cream Parlor. And we've talked is about the Hannah's. Only place? Or do they have no. ice cream other other places? I feel I feel like you could probably I mean you could find like Dippin' Dots and stuff like that, but like who cares about that when you can go get Dippin literal Dots homemade ice cream? Doesn't quite count as like I, no. I guess it's ice cream, but you know count. I I will count it's not ice cream, but I will say like the lemonade slushies, um, like it's not ice cream, yeah. but it's still an icy yeah. drink. Like that's also super super good, but still it is not home churned ice cream that is made right there inside of the park. Um Hannah's ice cream is delicious. It's very, very good. It is dead straight. When you walk in, you're gonna walk straight, you're gonna walk around the gazebo. If you want the shortcut to the ice cream parlor, you go right. If you want the long way around, you can go left and still end up there. But uh Hannah's ice cream parlor, it's very good. Um, typically not a super long line. It just kind of depends on the time of the day. If it does get into the afternoon and it's very hot, it can get a little bit longer. Um, but you can, um, basically you can buy, um, they, they have some other items as well, but the main things are a cone of ice cream, a float, or a shake. And I cannot recommend any of the three enough because they're all delicious um they make kind of your traditional classic ice cream so they have vanilla chocolate strawberry all that kind of stuff and then they also have specialty variety flavors inspired by your favorite silver dollar city roller coasters so for example is, i don't know sometimes that one feels like you gotta buy into that one just a little bit because i'm like hmm i don't know if this necessarily makes me think of time traveler but sure no. But I will say Outlaw Run ice cream is very good. I don't remember what all is in it. I could probably figure it out pretty quick. Which you can buy but that it's super now. Good. So there's like some local I think Brahms is like a, a local like ice cream and burger place that is in southwest Missouri. And I guess like Oklahoma and there thereabouts as well. But I have seen Outlaw Run ice cream at Brahms before. And yeah, well it's I've seen like a couple of the other flavors. And they I, I know for a fact so like if you're in the Springfield area, I know most of the major grocery stores do carry a couple of them because it is um, – so Outlaw Run ice cream is chocolate chunks and swirls of sea-salted caramel and rich vanilla ice cream, and it is very good. So there you go. That's ice cream. Yeah. Hannah's is delicious. It's, it is one of it is. my favorite spots in Silver Dollar City, period. Very good. Okay, Tanner, my next one here may or may not qualify as being in Midtown and or Main Street. It's we'll see if we allow it. Very, very edge. So, okay, okay, I am wanting to put Marvel Cave on this Yeah, list. I'll give you that. The entrance like, is like, included in Main Street. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So if you've not done the cave before, if you're not even sure where it is, and if you guys didn't listen to the first episode, the cave is actually the reason why Silver Dollar City became Silver Dollar City. But the cave entrance, like the line for the cave, is just inside the main entrance. So like you go past the ticket booth, 
You go past even Delilah's Bakery, which you have to stop at. It's delicious. You go up that little hill. You go through the doors. Well, I guess it's not doors. Like through the entryway into like the main souvenir shop for the park. And you hang a right. Just immediately, you hang a right. You go in, and there's the queue for Marvel Cave. And it only goes every uh, half an hour, every hour. So they they do they do like guided tours, like once an hour or once every half hour. I'm not really sure how often maybe it, it changes between the seasons and then i think once a day most of the time they'll do like a candle like lantern lit tour like how they used to do it back in the old days um, now if you've not been to the cave it's all like electrically lit there's lots of handrails there's um, pretty easy access there is a lot of steps though it goes down 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 and then you take a bunch of steps up and then you take a little tram that brings you back up to um, the entrance but marble cave is a ton of fun and i found out Prior to filming this episode, like us, like chatting before we hit record, Tanner has never done the cave, I'm which sorry. I found astounding because I, for so many reasons, so many reasons. But I, I have told him that um, next time we we are we're there together and we have the ability, we're going to do the cave because it does Look. take about an hour. From beginning to end, it's a little bit longer of an attraction. But man, during the heat of the summer, like in the middle of the day, it's great because it's always like sixty degrees in the cave. Like no matter what, no matter what time of year, it's like sixty degrees. It's awesome. Look, I I okay, have a reason. Good. I have a reason. I have to defend myself here a little bit. I it is not because I don't want to do the cave. I do want to do the cave. But my wife is terrified terrified of caves and bats yeah and but things you've like only that. been married for like what five years you've been yes. going to the city for longer than that buddy that's true although i will so the other side of things so when we were going to silver dollar city growing up so i am from hannibal missouri if you know anything about hannibal missouri you know it's because it is the not birthplace but kind of the childhood home of mark twain and it is the spot of which Tom Sawyer and parts of Huckleberry Finn were written about, and primarily that is based on a cave that is in Hannibal. We went to that cave all the time. I've seen lots of caves in my life, and so whenever we went to Silver Dollar City, when I was growing up, we just didn't want to waste time on the cave because it was like, oh, we live in Hannibal, and we can go to caves all the time. But this is Um, a cool cave, and it's huge. Oh, I know. Trust me, I will go. They inflated like five full-size hot air balloons in the main chamber of the cave. Like it's that big. So anyway, okay, marble cave. We'll take that. We'll take it. Okay, so that's seven. We've got three spots left on our list. Tanner, it is your turn. What are you gonna <sighs> do? See, this is where it gets hard. Um, okay, I have another kind of. Just go with me a little bit, Reese. Um, because it's. It's a little bit cheating. It is a hundred percent about Main Street and Midtown. You can't you can't take take it away from me there. But I am kind of cheating in that my next item, my next favorite thing that I love about Main Street is Main Street. So uh just 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 listen, you got y'all let me explain myself first. It, Reese is like shaking like his head in disappointment. Street, like the, the the asphalt and the No, gravel, not the asphalt. Like... So what 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 I love about Main Street is itself. I love the decorations, I love the theming, 
I love, like how we said with the bridge, I love the immersion. Um, so Main Street to me, it sets the tone for the entire park. And it always changes with every single festival. So really specifically in this instance, I am talking about the decorations on Main Street. Because um, no matter what festival is going on, the first thing you see when you get into the park is a big sign for what festival is going on and all of the associated decorations. So if it's Street Fest, you're going to see big, bright, colorful uh, banners, and you're going to see people out in the streets performing acts. If it's Harvest Festival, you're going to see pumpkins everywhere, and there's hay, and there's uh, there's lots of uh, fall colors. If it's Christmas... It sets the tone. It sets the, the, the feel for the rest of the park. Yes, it does. And so I love the decorations on Main Street. And then I think it just ties in really well. Again, the entire park is themed so well in this um, this old Wild West town, um, but especially Main Street. When you first walk in, there is no doubt that you are in Silver Dollar City, and there's no doubt of kind of the time period and just the place that you are. So I love the decorations of Main Street. All right, all right, I'll give it to you. Kind of like the whole feel of that, that area. So, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, my next one is uh, technically not in Main Street. It's in Homestead. I feel Main. like we're making excuses for lots of these. Um, but it's like it, you, you're on Main Street when you like go to it. It's just like on the very, very edge. Yes. Okay. So, it I agree with you. This would have been my next one. So the Wilderness Church is really neat. So it's a very old, like, one-room schoolhouse, one-room church building that is just, like, two little rows of pews can maybe hold 40 people, maybe, like, 30 people. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's pretty small. And they used to have, like, little church services in there each Sunday. But it became too busy and popular, and they had to go like, do, do away with that as an option. Um, but the... Um, the little the little church, the little little place is also so really neat. And again, I think they they used to do weddings in there too, um, but they um, ultimately decided uh, again like three or four years ago to to not offer that. But uh, it's just it's a cute, quaint, like just neat little building. Yeah, the the wilderness church is awesome. Um, and they do what's neat too is they'll do special services as well. So they like do their normal Sunday service, but like on holidays that would have an extra service for some reason um they do those extra services there as well so like i believe new year's eve they have a new year's eve service i could be wrong about that but i think they do special services as well and i will say all of homestead ridge is really neat so i don't really think of this like as its own place i do feel like this is more or less connected to main street but there's just some like neat like little outbuildings and some like Little uh, craftsmen and like the apple butter places, like right there. So they make apple Reese. butter. This big urn. Yeah, what's up? Can I talk about my favorite thing in the Homestead Ridge? Sure. Thank you. Uh, my favorite thing about Homestead Ridge is the Animal Barnyard Trail. It is awesome. The miniature horse is adorable. Okay, that, is that is neat. We got some donkeys and like goats and other. Rabbits. Barnyard animals. Yes. Yeah, they're great. Uh, we really like the Homestead Ridge Trails. Um, we're very much animal people. So almost every time we go to Silver Dollar City, we're kind of the one, probably people who like that is a major attraction to us, is to go it visit is the horse. It is a lot of fun, though. It is. It is. It is it's cool. great. It's cute. 
Okay, yes. we've got nine so far. We got Grandfather's Mansion, Main Street Christmas Tree, Blacksmith, Bridges and Pathways, Sullivan's Mill, Hannah's Ice Cream Parlor, Marvel Cave, Main Street in general, sure, and then the no, I, I, Church. Change that to like decorations. Like that that sounds better. Main Street okay, the, the main decor Main Street theming. Main Street theming. The I'm vibe. <laughs> the vibe. Just kidding. Alright. Uh, um, you've got the last one. What is this? Alright. So I am unlike Reese for the last five times, going to be true to Main Street and Midtown. Uh Eve sorry. There. You also have deviated a teeny bit. Just just a tiny bit. And I'm going to cheat once again. But it is Main Street and Midtown. Um, and so you can't be mad at me. So the way that I am cheating is by I am taking the entire range of candy. So there are two main places. Oh, yeah. There are two plain places in Main Street and Midtown that you can find candy. The first one is Phoebe Snaps Taffy. Because taffy is candy. Of course. Yeah. It is delicious. So handmade um, or homemade taffy um, right there in the shop. And also one thing just to note, so just a tip or trick for those of you out there buying taffy, buy it from Phoebe Snaps Taffy Shop. Don't go buy it in a bag um, somewhere else. Don't go buy it in a bag on your way out of the park. Buy it at Phoebe Snaps Taffy Shop because it's always fresher. Um and it's gooey and delicious. The other place you can find candy is Brown's Candy Shop, which is on your way out of uh, Main Street, on your way into See, Valley Road. Technically, Brown's no. Candy, I guess, is Valley Road. But I no, don't it's really not. Think of Brown's, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Main Street. I'm, it's, it's technically Main Street. But I Thank really you. feel like it's in Valley Road, though. I feel like once you get like down to the candy shop, it's just like that's, I guess the glass blowing is technically the divider. Park map reads. Check the map. Oh, I'm staring at the park map right now. That's why I agreed with you. The color is blue because it's Main Street, you know, whatever. But I, I, uh, so I'll give it to you. Candy's a good one. Candy's a good one. Candy's delicious. And you can't go to Silver Dollar City without getting some candy, whether that is Phoebe Snaps or Brown's Candy. All right, okay, so my okay. honorable mention is like is like a sleeper. Like you wouldn't necessarily think this is a cool place, but Carrie's Candles is a lot of fun. They're like candle makers, and it's you can watch them make candles. Where can you go and watch somebody make a candle? So, Bath and Body Works. That's all. No, they don't make candles there. They just sell them. That's true. Uh, I actually agree with you, Reese, although it was really funny. We were in the candle shop actually this last weekend, and this uh, little girl was trying to make her candle because you can – so that's the other thing. You can make your own candles, and you can dip them in the colors that you want and make them all colorful. And she tried to dip this candle in like seven different colors, and it kind of just turned it out brown. Uh, But so moral of the story, when you dip a white candle, uh, just like dip it half and half or something like that. But it is quite fun. All right, Reese. Got any others? I I don't think so. I think we hit pretty much all of my my top things about Midtown and Main Street. I think I I snuck a peek at your list. I think you've got a couple things on here that would be would be good to mention. But um, um yeah, just so like just to mention, 
I would include wood carvers in there because the wood carvers are awesome. Um, it is another trade that is incredible, and their shop is really cool and it really insanely expensive. <laughs> so it is. I mean, wood, wood carving is not cheap, but it it is a pretty cool thing. So like they they've got a lot of really unique pieces in there and really interesting um, like home decor. Uh, they had talk about expensive. It, it is like handmade, hand carved, like masterworks of wood carving. And I found um it's not found, but like they had on display like a mantle, like this solid chunk of oak that was like who knows how many how how old this piece of oak was. But it was like hand carved and like it was like six thousand dollars for this like humongous, like beautiful mantle. And I was like, wow that is really cool. If I was ever like building a home and like just was able to, to build it however I want, I would want this kind of piece in my house. So um, yeah, wood carvers is pretty cool. A couple others that I'm just going to give a quick shout out to a shout out to the general store for being my wife's favorite place in the entire park. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's true. We should probably mention the general store. It's pretty neat, but maybe more for those who like shops and, Yes. Homey decor and who are moms or, or wives. Although I gotta admit, the like stuff, the like the home decor that has the funny sayings on it, those get me like every time. I don't know why, um, but they're hilarious. So there you go. Uh, All my other—that's what it is. It's just a bunch of puns and dad jokes, but on like, cute little trays and doilies and things. Okay, so Reese, I have a question for you. Have you been? To the mine or Molly's Mill restaurant? So, I have not, actually. So, Molly's Mill is one that I've wanted to try, like, the last two barbecue festivals, like Bluegrass and Barbecue, because they have, (coughs) sorry, they have, like, a prime rib, but it's, like, Mm. a prime rib on their buffet, but the if I remember right, the meal was like thirty two dollars for for like just one person. Yeah, sometime in the relative near future, we are going to have to try these restaurants because I've not been to them either, and I know that they are good. Um, yeah, I think realistically, I think they may be the only two restaurants that I haven't eaten at in Silver Dollar City because Molly's Mill. I feel like Molly's Mill is seasonal, though. I, I feel like I either that or like they don't like they don't have very many signs. I don't know. I forget about it. It just it, it seems like that part of the like the the main street area is like one you just kind of walk past and sure. not necessarily like. Well, it is. It's kind of it's kind of tucked in on the right. Like when you're trying to get where you're going, like you don't necessarily stop at that stuff right up front. All right, Reese. Yeah, I, I think... feel like you just kind of walk past it. I think we've got a really good list here. Um, give us a rundown one more time, just so the listeners can remember all the fun things we talked about. All right. Okay, so here are the top ten-ish things that Tanner and I love about Midtown and Main Street. We've got Grandfather's Mansion, the Main Street Christmas tree during Christmas time, the Blacksmith, Bridges and Pathways, Sullivan's Mill, Hannah's Ice Cream Parlor, the Marvel Cave, Main Street Decor and Theming, Wilderness Church, and Candy. Candy. Mm-hmm. Candy. It's good stuff. Tanner, this was fun. This was good. This was great. 
excited for going next weekend and exploring a couple of these places again. Because you know I'm going to stop and watch The Blacksmith for like 15 minutes. and then 15 you know, minutes? The more like an hour, at least. Hey, only if they're doing something cool. <laughs> that That's valid. Uh and then you'll go spend another hour at the knife shop. It's fine. It's okay. It's I, you know I've what? accepted so it's how it goes. The knife shop doesn't do as many demonstrations, so that one's pretty hit and miss on like whether I can like time it right to get to get a good demonstration. But that one's cool too. So yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, hey. so one of the goals for episodes like this in the future of this show, uh, hopefully we will get to hit kind of every area of the park eventually. Hopefully we'll, we'll try to spread it out through the life of this show, but we definitely want to hit all the major areas and talk about the things that you love. And if we missed something that you love on Main Street or Midtown, please send us a Facebook message or just get a hold of us somehow, some way, and tell us about it and uh, give us some ideas for some future episodes. Um, Reese, you want to give us the, the rest of the the end of the show rundown, as you will? Sure, end of the show rundown. So we are at Silver Dollar Radio. So if you look up social media, we are Silver Dollar Radio. If you are finding us on any sort of podcasting platform, please be sure to like, subscribe, Leave us that five-star review. Write us up a review if you're interested and want to share some some fun things about the parks or just fun things about Tanner and I. If you have any suggestions on how we can make this show better, please let us know. I know we've already had a few people saying, hey, I want to be on your show and share my thoughts about X, Y, and Z. If that's what you want to, to do, if you want to be able like, to, to be on our show, then I think that's definitely something we're wanting to do in the future. We've got some really exciting episodes planned. Um, like we mentioned, we're going um, again uh, next Saturday or next Sunday, uh, at some point next weekend, uh, back up to the park. And I'm going to have some fun time, so we'll have a good new perspective for you once again. And uh, we hope you always keep coming back for your Silver Dollar Radio. Have a good night, guys.